Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm your host, Maria Retan, and it is great to be here today. I am so glad you could make the time to join me. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern, and each and every week you will learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. I'm talking about the 51% of us who control more than 80% of the spending, the woman. Well, first up on the program, a little something I bet you didn't know about women. When it comes to brands and loyalty, we're not as brand loyal as you might think. And some of you out there who deal with brands every single day may say, yeah, I already knew that, Maria. Tell me something I didn't know. Well, Yankelovich found out that when it comes to buying brands that you may not be familiar with, women say, uh, it's kind of risky. 47% say, I'm not so sure that I want to buy a band, brand I'm not familiar with. But that means that 53% of women say, hey, that's okay. I can be swayed. That looks interesting. I'm, I'll try it. That, that's pretty cool. So I think we have to keep that in mind when we're talking to women that we can influence them and get them to try and sample our products and services, even though they may never have heard of us before. But on the reverse of that, um, that tells those long-standing brands who've been around for a really long time that um, their consumers can be swayed. So heads up on that one, everybody. As far as cause marketing, it does influence women when it comes to brands and loyalty and what they are willing to choose and select, particularly women with children. A very recent Mintel cause marketing survey showed that women with children were more likely than men to say that cause marketing campaigns influenced their purchase decision. 59% of women, only 51% of men. And, of course, price is going to play a role into that. I mean, they're just not going to pay a lot of money for a product or service because a company is just doing really good. Um, they, They will take a look at the price, but it will affect them considering whether or not to sample. And in fact, uh, when it, what a company donates to, whether it be for their school or for their community, they want to support that company. In fact, 61% of women said, yeah, I'll support that company. So something else to keep in mind. You want to consider maybe some cause marketing campaigns to attract their attention, win their trust, and get them to sample your product or service because we know that that they can be swayed. Again, only 47% saying it's risky to buy a brand that you're not familiar with. 53% say, hey, I'll check it out. Every every week here on Purse Strings, we also take a deep dive into a very specific consumer segment. And because it's called Purse purse Strings, we, we call them purse profiles. And today, we're going to be checking in on the working woman, and we call her the Prada Professional. Now, this is a woman who's really committed to her career, but she really wants to try to achieve some balance in her life. 
because she spends so much time and energy on the job. So who is this woman? Well, average age about 36. Uh, More than three-quarters have graduated from college or have an advanced degree. More than three-quarters are married. Of course, 100% are employed full-time, and more than 60% are parents. That means that 40% are not. And they make around 75 grand or more with a median household income of being 150. Now, these are women because they're ever-present, having to be um, on the job every day. They want to keep up with the latest fashions. That's something that's really important to them. Um, it's important to stand out in a crowd, to get noticed. And at the same time, you know, they want to be feminine. They don't want to be uh, just a corporate suit, so to speak. Um, when it comes to relationships, it's really critically important to have a lasting relationship. Ninety-seven percent of these women say very important to have lasting relationships, either with a partner or a close circle of friends, and they want to be respected by their peers, a very high-ranking number of them, 88%. They are very confident in their style. Um, They know what clothing looks good on them. They stick with those brands. Um, 70% say that they stick with it, and they do shop those stores that carry those brands. They they look for quality, but they also look for price. They're, they're, They're practical. They may have a lot of money to spend, but they go looking for the best price. And um, they do spend a ton of time at work, but they recognize that there's life outside of work. They like to spend time with family. Um, In fact, that's where they really find themselves seeking that solace is at home. Home is a huge part of these people. Um, So what kind of brands are they buying? Uh, this is the Prada professional. So think high-end. We're thinking Chanel, Lancome, a little Bobby Brown for the cosmetics category. When it comes to wine and spirits, um, Bombay Sapphire, Glenlivet, Grey Goose um, also come to mind. The designers are Calvin Klein and Armani, and they're out there, you know, they're shopping retail, Neiman Marcus and Nordstrom, uh, but they're even sampling at Target. They're, they're out there buying Target. Remember, these are women that are looking for style because they're fashion conscious, but they also are looking at price as well. Um, When it comes to vehicles, uh, it's all over the map, BMW, Jeep, Audi, and Toyota. So uh, again, higher-end products, but also willing to look for, for brands that offer a good value. So if you're a marketer, how are you going to connect with this woman? Well, She's reading and viewing cable and network TV for entertainment. She basically gets her information online. Um, when we did our, uh, our database run, we found that magazines like Real Simple, Harper's Bazaar, InStyle, Vanity Fair were popping with this group. Um, they were watching E! Entertainment, uh, Food Network, Fine Living, TLC, and Discovery Health Channel. And they were checking out, like the rest of us do, the Desperate Housewives and the Grey's Anatomy. But online, she's really into money, travel, and news sites such as MSNBC, Orbitz, Ask.com, CNN, MSN, even the New York Times. So if you're a marketer, you really want to want to be online giving helpful, resourceful information to her, but recognize also that she's going to be checking for entertainment value type of programming on cable and network and then also that type of information out of magazines.
Well, that brings me to my guest for this program. It's Audrey Reed Granger, and I'm so excited to have her on the show because our topic today is about building and maintaining iconic brands, and she knows just something about that. She's the Director of Marketing and Public Relations for the Portfolio of Brands at Whirlpool Corporation, and uh, I'm excited to have her on. She's going to join us when we come back from a break, so hang in there. We'll be back with Audrey in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Her strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Faster than a speeding bullet, it's the super way to pay. It's Fast Transact. Fast Transact is the safe, secure, and fast way to process credit cards, online checks, and gift cards. Find multiple payment gateway and merchant account options to keep your costs down and sales up, up, and away. You can build your business empire in a single bound while Fast Transact fights the never-ending battle to keep payment processing safe and secure. Your quest for an e-commerce solution has found its final destination. Fly over to FastTransact.com today. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart. had been out there with the code of ethics. Been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Guys, are you suffering from ED, email delivery problems? Is your email list underperforming? Then let JPG Mail enhance your results. We've got the best in email enhancement products on the web. Our email delivery service will enlarge and maximize the monetization of your data. JPG Mail will fulfill your needs from data acquisition, management, mailing to reporting, and give you the confidence to pick up visitors, enter a URL easily, and download suppression lists to enjoy that feeling of total satisfaction. We'll give you guys the ultimate tools, and we'll show you how to use them. Email enhancement, where you need it the most. JPGmail.com Peggy Conlon, President and CEO of the Ad Council. What are your hopes for its growth and future? Seeing already, you know, a shift over to the internet. In the last 12 months, we've had almost a half a million uh, YouTube views of our campaign. We're working with all of the great folks in the agency business that are mastering how you make a campaign interactive and relevant. It's not going to be a cookie-cutter approach. It's going to be different depending on the issue and depending on who the target audience is. The Hook. Live broadcast, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. 11 a.m. Pacific or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel only on webmasterradio.fm Radio's virtual autobahn webmasterradio.fm moving at the speed of light webmasterradio.fm we're everywhere Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman here's your host Maria Retan. Welcome back to Purse Strings. We're talking today about iconic brands, how they get that way, how they stay that way, and how women are critical to their success. And no better person in joining me today than Audrey Reed Granger. She's the Director of Marketing and Public Relations for the Portfolio of Brands at Whirlpool Corporation. And Audrey, thank you so much for being on the show today. 
Maria, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Well, when we talk about iconic brands, I mean, Whirlpool is right up there. I mean, you have a history of producing a, a long line of successful products for the home. And naturally, the first question I'm going to ask you is, what do you think makes an iconic brand like Whirlpool? A lot goes into it. Proven performance, a track record of delivering high-quality products, an understanding of the consumer marketplace, an appreciation for and an ability to be flexible to change with the times. Well, and that flexibility is something I think that may have to be learned, don't you? I mean, I think a lot of us tend to be stuck in, well, this is working, it's not broken, but you really have to be ahead of the curve, don't you, to anticipate what changes are coming your way and be able to adapt to that? You do, and a lot of the flexibility, as you put it, is learned to the degree that you learn from your mistakes and you learn from your research, and particularly with women and their buying power, the importance of this is learning what women want and learning what they don't. So I give the example all the time of sitting in a big planning meeting here at Whirlpool Corporation uh, about two and a half years back, and we're sitting in a meeting and we're discussing laundry, and laundry is the bread and butter of our business. And we were in a room full of men, and we were talking about a brand dedicated to women, Whirlpool brand. And all the men were romanticizing laundry. They were talking about it as a quote, and they wrote it up on the whiteboard, as a labor of love. Maria, a labor of love. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would classify it that way, Audrey. Uh, that, no. not a labor, maybe, but not of love. <laughs> uh, exactly. And so after I was done throwing up just a little bit in my mouth, <laughs> I, I raised my hand and I said, I want to be clear with everyone. I was late for today's meeting, not because I was enjoying a labor of love, but it was related. My infant had pooped on me. It actually got <laughs> past the diaper and onto my suit. And all I could say to them was, when I get back home tonight, I'm not going to be thinking about, oh, as I prepare and prep those clothes to go off to the dry cleaner, this is a labor of love. (laughs) And I said, women will smell that. They will know. They will see through that. So let's not try to sell them something they don't want. And it changed the dynamic of the conversation almost. uh, It got a little rough there for a second because all the men in the room were like, well, I do laundry. I do it because I love it. And I looked around and I honestly said, you know what? You know, John, why do you do laundry? How often do you do laundry? And it came to be that he actually did laundry for sport every blue moon because he wanted to, because it was fun. Mm-hmm. Women are in this knee-deep every day. So that's the difference. You have to really know what a woman is about. There are a couple of books that I really want your, your listeners to take some time to read and peruse over the next few months. One of them is Don't Think Pink, and the other one is Just Ask a Woman. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, have you read those? Uh, just, ask a, uh, just Ask a Woman, but yes. I haven't read Don't Think Pink. Yep. They're both very good. Don't Think Pink really does speak to the notion of knowing and, and deeply understanding within your company what women are about. And so I, I bring that up as an example. You said, how can you build an iconic brand? You have to deeply understand and embed that knowledge of your core customer within your company. So that's the big, big exactly. Secret. And and to your to your end too, uh, knowing that women make eighty percent of the purchasing decisions for the home, the woman is a core customer for your company. And I think for many many listeners out there, they're they're trying to woo women. And I think wooing women is different from wooing men. Um, can you talk a little bit about what you think the difference is, and, and maybe even how your company? Obviously, those men in the room talking about laundry didn't end up 
you know, ending up with a campaign um, that probably wouldn't have appealed to women because they had another woman in the room. Can you talk a little bit about how Whirlpool has wooed women successfully and maybe the difference between men and women there? Well, the first of all is, is knowing what women really want, understanding it, understanding who that core woman is. You're right. We make 80% of the purchase decisions, but if you look at the women who are making those decisions, it's a, they're part of a dual-income household. So 55% of those highly educated women are also bringing in half of the household income, if not a bigger portion of it. So they expect to be respected in the marketplace. They want their money to be respected. So at Whirlpool, one of the things we do is listen to them. We call it, we put together these active balancer panels, and that's the Whirlpool brand has the active balancer as kind of its core psychographic. And these are women who are really juggling a lot. They're juggling external work. They're juggling their home life. They're juggling their kids' schedules, managing their husband. They get the sense of fulfillment for making everyone else's life feel and run smoothly. So what they do, what we do is kind of listen to that. We do ongoing research. We tap into it. We do focus groups. We give them a first advance at product and get their reaction to not only our marketing for the product, but whether or not the reasons to believe in the product's promises are valid. And sometimes we get redirect cues from the consumers in those panels. So I love that. There are other companies out there, though, particularly in home improvement, that are doing some really great things out there. I know you, know, you are very aware of the work that Home Depot and Lowe's are doing. Exactly. In fact, um, I know many of our listeners out there are probably aware, well aware of this, that the Home Depot just a couple of weeks ago announced that they are going to be coming out with two test stores called the Home Depot Design Centers, and one's in Charlotte, North Carolina, which I'm sure is no mistake considering North Carolina is the home for Lowe's, and the other test store is going to be in Concord, California. And, um, it, you know, it's, it's really interesting that Home Depot is just getting around to kind of making their retail space more female-friendly because I know that's something that Lowe's has really done very successfully for a while now. That is true, and, and I want to bring this specific point out because you said you hit the magic phrase. You said, you know, women are really shopping differently. They're taking in stimuli differently, and so the reason the Home Depot is putting together that, that new floor plan is to respond to the audio and the, the peripheral and the visual kind of cues that women are picking up on. One of the sections in Just Ask a Woman speaks directly to cracking the code on shopping and making mm-hmm. a good first impression because women are taking in everything around them, all of those stimuli. Lowe's learned that very early in the game and really set the bar very high. So when a woman first comes into a Lowe's store, she's not going to be bombarded with lots of tools and big machinery. She's going to be brought in by beautiful lighting and ceiling fans. And as she casually peruses through that aisle, then she gets taken into some of the more serious and heavy-duty do-it-yourself projects and work. But that's how they lure that woman in and soften the, the hardware feel of those types of stores. So that's that format and that trend that Depot is also following. Yeah, it's interesting because the article I was reading um, on MarketWatch actually was that the Home Depot was going to um, really use warm earth tones of brown, gray, and neutral shades and make it a very open layout with lower sight lines and the pallet racking was gone, the stockroom ceilings were gone, all of that was gone. It sounds like it's going to be a completely different store. And they're even going to have upscale furniture in the store. So I don't know if you could even maybe even call it a Home Depot. It sounds more like a, I don't know, like a more of a, of a retail store, um, furniture store perhaps. So I think that's, that's interesting. Yeah, it, it is more of taking the big box 
uh, taking the big out of the box. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so it's a lighter version of it. And and but I also want to be clear, just as we talk about in, in don't think pink, don't just slap pink on it and think it's going to make it better. Just because they're doing that, there will still be women who will not be interested in that format. That layout will turn them off because they like that big box environment. They like that. So we can't make any real assumptions about what type of woman will take into that, but it's important for us to recognize that women come in many different shapes and colors and sizes and thoughts and dimensions. So there's always a little bit of a varied swing with that. And as you said, women are not that brand loyal. They go with whoever gets them in that moment. And they do make that decision pretty early on. I know you had just mentioned that first impressions count. Absolutely. I mean, a woman can walk in and and look around a store and decide within a minute, this is a store for me or not a store for me. I am comfortable here or I'm not comfortable here. And, And some of that's intangible. And some of it is very tangible. And I'd like to talk a little bit about the tangibles when we get back. We've got to take a quick break, and then I'm going to be back here in just a second with Audrey Reed Granger, Director of Marketing and PR for the Portfolio of Brands at Whirlpool. So come back in just a second for more purse strings. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Something we can all relate to. Shopping. Her strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN-accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. .com more than a name xy7.com do you have a website xy7.com would you like to convert your clicks into cash xy7.com is the affiliate network that pays you daily xy7.com not all website clicks are the same but they're all worth money xy7.com join today and start earning cash now xy7.com has guaranteed commissions you'll get paid even if we don't go to xy7.com now Convert your website clicks to cash. Flashback, November 16th, 2004. The beginning of WebmasterRadio.fm and its immediate impact on the internet business world. Today, WebmasterRadio.fm has become one of the fastest growing internet media outlets on the planet. Our trade show coverage is second to none. We have brought you speeches and interviews from the most influential names in search, affiliate marketing, and public relations. Eric Schmary, Andrew Hank, John Battelle, Keith Ferraz, Jim Lanza, Jason Calacanis, and that's just the beginning. Trade show coverage on demand now at webmasterradio.fm. Welcome to the Webmaster Institute for Financial Advancement, webmasterradio.fm. It's like radio with a PhD. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. 
Purse Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And welcome back to Purse Strings. And I have just been talking with Audrey Reed Granger with Whirlpool. And we've been talking about iconic brands, of course, Whirlpool being a great example of an iconic brand and how you really have to make a connection with your target consumer, specifically knowing how powerful the woman is when it comes to purchasing decisions. You're going to have to make a friend with women, and if you don't, you're not going to be that successful, especially over the long haul. And, Audrey, you made a point earlier on that you have to be flexible. You really have to be flexible, not only know your consumer, but but understand their needs and anticipate their needs so that you can respond, maybe even potentially before they know what they need. Am I correct? Most certainly. And I have a couple of examples of of learning to be flexible and, and doing it in a time and in an environment where it's not normal, particularly with one of our more iconic brands that we acquired a year and a half ago, Maytag brand. You know, Maytag did an incredible thing. They did try it before you buy it. So they would actually allow you to bring a laundry basket of clothes into the store, the Maytag tag stores and actually test out the laundry products. That's huge. And and there was a time when you would never think of doing that in a retail environment. No, we actually have one here uh, in Minneapolis area, and I've been in it, and it is fabulous. I mean, cookies are baking. You can bring your dirty laundry in. I I personally didn't bring my dirty laundry in. I'm a little (laughs) too embarrassed to do that. But uh, people were in there testing out washer and dryers with their laundry, and I just thought, what... A smart move because yes. women like to experience, don't they? Yes, most certainly. And, and it's important to not trivialize the experiences that women have. I give you another example with Whirlpool Brand. There is a, an iconic campaign, if you will. It's called the Goddess Campaign. And we started doing it a few years back. And in Europe, it was a huge success. But the Goddess, so for instance, Maria, imagine that you have your refrigerator. There might be an ice goddess, you know, this goddess of ice and water. Mm-hmm. And she was very kind of Harry Potterish in, in her, her actual visage. And she was uh, very demonstrative. I thought she was a little scary. <laughs> and so did most of the women in the United States. So whereas it worked beautifully in Europe and in England where Harry Potter and kind of the sorcery and the witchcraft, those sort of things are normal, it's kind of fun, it did not go over well here. Women were like, what are you talking about? What's that woman about? So we had to be flexible in the advertising and marketing by bringing the goddess down to size here and making the goddess more ethereal. She's still not... And real, but she's ethereal and a little bit more tangible to the American woman than she used to be. Right. And you do always have to change those images up, don't you? I mean, you have to refresh and be relevant and, um, and really stay on top of, of trends. I will tell you one of the things that I, I just presented last week in San Francisco. I was talking to a group of PR professionals, and we were talking about the power of single women. And you had mentioned earlier in our conversation today about all women aren't the same. And that is so true, and we can't be marketed to the same. But one of the things that really struck me when I was putting together this presentation is that um, single women are having have so much power. I mean, they're, they're the fastest-growing segment of homeowners yeah. around. How, how is Whirlpool, or, and, and perhaps Whirlpool's not a good example, but can you talk a little bit about how do you go after and try to market to all these individual groups of women? Because there's so many of us out there. Yes. Well, first thing you have to do is figure out 
slicing it up. You're slicing the pie. So if you have a pie, if you can imagine this, and you have these different types of women, then you figure out, okay, what section of the pie for what type of woman is most important to this brand? I give you an example of a bank that I worked with before called Comerica. And Comerica Bank had a very healthy and robust initiative that they did for single women, particularly around wealth planning. And it was very important. So these women might have been widowed. They might have just divorced later in life. They weren't accustomed to taking care of their own finances or working outside of the home. So it was very important. They knew this was a core emerging segment. The same with Lowe's. They knew that the single homeowner was tremendously growing with power. So they started doing and and launching do-it-yourself workshops aimed at that woman, making her feel comfortable. We started, you know, more openly discussing in marketing materials for Lowe's what it is we were going to do for single women and, and what single women could expect to learn in terms of, you know, this is your first time being by yourself with a home. You need this type of toolbox. You need these types of tools. So it's really about figuring out what section of the pie belongs to your core segment, and then marketing to them in an appropriate manner. And that's not to say that you slice up the pie 12 different ways. I'm saying maybe there are three different slices and sections of that pie, and then just making sure that you tailor. It's the same company. Whirlpool Mm -hmm. is the same company. Lowe's is the same company. Comerica is the same company. But it's all in how you slice and direct the message to that audience so that they get a different perspective or view of your company. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And and not only that, I know, too, we, we have to speak very personally and very specifically because if we don't, I think our messages do get lost because women have multiple messages coming to them, oh, I mean, every second of the day. The so most how is coveted your, yeah. consumer in the U.S. marketplace, everybody from an advertising perspective and a marketing perspective wants a piece of that pie. Right, and and she understands her power, <laughs> and it, it's the, it's the company that's going to speak to her the best in the best tone with respect and empower her, offer her solutions, offer her you know feedback. And, and I want to be make very that clear. Inroad. I want to be very clear for anybody out there looking to market to her. Also, look at what you can do for her. That's Don't right. Don't just look at it as this one-sided relationship where you throw messages out at her. What can you do to help her? Can you set up a grant program? Can you set up a business program? Can you set up mm-hmm. something that plays to her core deci- desire outside of your products? If you're going to be in trouble the moment you start believing that your product is the beginning and end of every day for her. That's not the case. Right. It is a means to an end. And, exactly. um, and, and if you can make her life better or the lives of her children better then she is going to keep you in mind and not only, you know, potentially buy your product and service, but tell others about it. And that's where the gold is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I yes, think if you definitely. can get that woman to tell five other people about your product or service. So Correct. well before we before we wrap this up, I, I just curious about um there's there's something that you do at Whirlpool called Mothers of Invention, and we talked about giving back. Yes. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. When I first came to Whirlpool, we were really talking a great deal about innovation, but the consumer wasn't parroting back to us our message of innovation. And so they said, Audrey, you know, come up with a program that will help us share with people that we're an innovative company and really do it with moms. And so what I said was immediately, as you said earlier, moms are the most, you know, fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants innovators 
every day. Mm-hmm. They have to come up with an innovative solution on, on the fly. So I said, why don't we come up with a program called Mother of Invention, and we give them an opportunity to come up with an innovation, not appliances, but something else in their life, and we will then give them a business grant to help them reach their business objective. And it was so well-received within the company, and to this day, I think we're on year three of doing it, we have 1,700 entries every year, women with patents, who they've already secured their patents, they have great ideas, and I, I'm just really proud of this program because the women who come and participate and talk to us, they're, they're so excited, they're so proud, they tell their families, but they keep saying to me, so why are you doing this? And I said, we want to help you. And they said, Wow. <laughs> Right. There you go. A company giving back, you know, and women are forever grateful for that. And uh, we know we heard the statistics earlier in the program about um, being able to connect with a company that connects with you and your community and your and your ability, a woman's ability to say, yes, I'm going to buy that product or service because of that. So it, it works on both sides of the fence. You know, uh, you give a little, you get a lot out of it. Well, um, three words of wisdom. Audrey, um, before we leave today, that you would like to share with marketers out there about how to build and maintain iconic brands. Three words of wisdom that you think, gosh, every marketer out there needs to keep this in mind. Listen. (laughs) That's the most important word. Listen to all of the women out there. Uh, Diversity. There's diversity in every slice, not only in size, shape, color. Listen to them. In the voice, there's a difference. Listen, diversity, and perhaps... Time. Be patient. If you're trying out a, pro- a program, don't be so quick to kill it if the first year you don't get the response that you want. Just switch up and be flexible and change the style in which you market it and try to go for an integrated approach. So listen, diversity, and basically just give it some time. Yeah. Patience is a virtue, and it can pay off in the long run, right? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes. Audrey, thank you so very much for taking the time to join us on Burst Strings today. We're going to wrap it up. And thanks to George, my producer, for another great show. We appreciate you listening today. Check us out again next week at 3 o'clock on Tuesday for another edition of Purse Strings. Make it a great one. <laughs> 